Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. If you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. So whenever you are speaking the word out loud to your baby, just adding in the sign to your sentence so that then you are getting in the habit of it. So it's not something separate that you do throughout the day. You're just incorporating it into your daily routine. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Teaching your baby sign language. Are you guys honestly doing it? It was something that I like kind of heard about when I had babies. I'm like, I have way too many other things to do. I cannot possibly handle teaching them basically a different language. But in hindsight, you know, sometimes people say like, oh, I wish I knew about baby-led weaning when my babies were little. I wish I spent more time learning about baby sign language and teaching babies sign language. But I didn't know about Mary Smith back in the day when my babies were babies. But you guys do. Mary Smith is from Sign and Grow. She's been on the podcast before talking about the benefits of teaching sign language to your baby. But she's back today talking about the do's and the don'ts for teaching babies sign language. Mary is the creative behind the very popular Instagram site at Sign and Grow. She teaches American Sign Language to babies. She has a brand new book called Baby Sign Language. It's absolutely beautiful. If you're a visual learner, which sometimes on a podcast, people are like, I'm not. That's why I'm here listening. But if you do like seeing things, I think with teaching baby sign language, you really do have to see it. And Mary does such a beautiful job of teaching. She's going to talk to you guys about what you should be doing and not doing when it comes to teaching your baby sign language, as well as some of the benefits. So with no further ado, I want to welcome Mary Smith from Sign and Grow, who's here to talk about teaching your baby sign language, sharing some do's and some don'ts. Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me on again. Now, it has been a while since we chatted. I was looking it up 120 episodes ago, to be exact. So you were on the podcast back in episode 162, and it was called how do you sign language to improve mealtime communications with Sign and Grow Mary Smith? And we got so many nice messages about how helpful the interview was and just they love the idea of teaching babies sign language. So I wanted to have you back on. And before we start talking about the do's and the don'ts of teaching baby sign language, could you give us an update? What have you been working on since we last chatted on the podcast, which was back in September of 2021? What's new with you and your business? Oh my gosh, so much has happened, but I will keep it short and just give you the rundown. I have had the opportunity to teach thousands more families on the Sign and Grow Instagram page. I also 
have started a Sign and Grow YouTube channel and released a dictionary on the Sign and Grow YouTube channel of over 100 sign videos. But the biggest thing that I've worked on is a book. I've created a book now. It is called Baby Sign Language, a fun and simple guide for early communication. And it has all of the strategies and everything that parents need for teaching their babies how to communicate early during those frustrating few months when babies know what they want and need, but they can't say the words physically yet. So this book covers it all. And Katie, you'll be happy to know that there is an entire chapter just on mealtime signs and strategies specifically for teaching meals. That's the one that I skipped immediately too, because I thank you to your publisher sent me an advanced copy of it. The book is beautiful, you guys. Like it's kind of hard to talk about sign language on a podcast, which is for, you know, auditory learners. But if you are a visual person, you like to see the signs. I know a lot of our listeners are already following your Instagram page at sign and grow. But Mary's new book is absolutely beautiful. As as far as I know, there's nothing else out there. And I know it's part of why you created the book was because this resource wasn't out there. But I love the visual side of what you do. And I love your YouTube channel. We were chatting earlier, but we recently started a YouTube channel. It's a totally different game than any of the other platforms. Um, But I think it's so amazing that you have the dictionary out there on your YouTube channel, you have the signs in your book, like just so many opportunities for parents to learn. And I wanted to start today's conversation just by asking you, you know, how can babies knowing sign language at mealtimes help them communicate with their caregivers? Absolutely. Knowing what your baby needs during mealtimes is so important because so much frustration happens during mealtimes. Babies aren't able to communicate verbally if they are hungry or if they are full. So teaching your baby to sign and then getting their feedback on whether they want more or if they're all done, that really helps you know if you should keep on feeding your baby If they're done, instead of them, you know, throwing a bunch of spaghetti in your face to tell you that they're done. So it can be really helpful. And it also reduces frustration for them, frustration for you, less whining, less screeching. So it is so, so helpful. I love that you always say they want to tell you things. They just don't have words to say it yet. So this is kind of how you can bridge that gap where you can understand what your baby is trying to say in a way that's developmentally appropriate, because we know that babies can learn how to sign and you have so many resources for teaching parents to do that. What about some tips for parents who are considering baby sign language? What should they do? Let's start with the do's before the don'ts. What should they focus on if this area is new to them? So a few signs to start focusing on would be signs that are causing the most frustration for you and your baby. So especially for super young babies, What they want to communicate is their basic needs like hunger, tiredness, wanting milk. So those are going to be what you want to focus on first when you're getting started so that you can reduce a lot of that frustration first. However, if you have a child who is maybe a little bit older, maybe they have a favorite toy that they're always whining about because they always lose it, or you know, maybe they're always whining for the pacifier or whatever it is, then you can add in signs for those things, the toy, the pacifier, um, their favorite book, so that they're able to communicate those things without being so frustrated that they know exactly what it is that they need. They just can't tell you and you don't know what it is that they need. So start Starting with the signs that are going to reduce the most frustration 
is going to be the most helpful. And you can find a lot of those signs, like I said, on the Sign and Grow Dictionary, which is on the Sign and Grow YouTube channel and also on the Sign and Grow website, signandgrow.com. However, other things that you can do if you've already been doing that are using the sign with the spoken word. So whenever you are speaking the word out loud to your baby, just adding in the sign to your sentence. So for example, if you're saying, okay, it's time to eat, instead of just saying that sentence without any signs, you can add in the sign for eat or food so that then you are getting in the habit of it. So it's not something separate that you do throughout the day. You're just incorporating it into your daily routine and just using the sign while you're saying those words to your baby. So that is really helpful. Repeating it is very helpful. And then also just being as consistent as you can. It's going to really help too. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. There are a lot of similarities between your field of expertise and mine, so sign language and infant feeding, because repetition is key. And I know like in the infant feeding world, we have research that supports this idea of repetition, that babies may need to see a food between 10, 15, other resources say more or less. The point is lots of times before they like or accept it. You don't just do broccoli once they don't eat it and you're like, oh, my kid hates broccoli and we're never doing it again. Do you have any sort of like length of time that a parent could expect it to take a baby to learn a sign. And I'm sure it depends upon their age. So maybe a two-part question, how old should babies be before you can start this approach? Great, great questions. And a, a lot of two very big questions that you just asked me. So it is kind of tough to say. Sometimes I do get messages from parents who say, how many times do I need to show my baby a sign before they sign it back to me or before they learn it? And that's kind of the same as how many times do I need to present a food to my baby until they eat it? There is no one answer. But research shows, and what I have seen also through my own teachings of tens of thousands of families, is that parents who start signing to their baby around six months or earlier will typically see their baby signing back between nine to 12 months old. And in that time, many babies can build a good vocabulary. And a lot of babies don't even say their first word or first words until 12 months or later. So the signs are really helping during that gap of time. Now, some parents choose to start signing with their baby at six months old, 
that is a great time to start because your baby is paying more attention to you. Babies are starting solid, so it's a good time to incorporate mealtime signs. However, if parents want to start earlier, that is totally, totally fine. There is no early, too early to start. Parents can start at any time because just like any language, you can teach signs to your baby even from birth if you'd like. And I know that the parents who see the biggest results have started the earliest because their babies start to calm down. Even if they're not signing back, they just see that sign for milk and they stop crying because they know that the milk is on the way that the parent is getting the milk ready. So to reap all those benefits, the earlier that you start, the better. And one interesting thing I learned from you, because I had always been a little bit hesitant to teach my babies sign language because I had heard the myth that if you teach them sign language, it will delay their speech development. And you set me straight and told me that that's definitely not true. So I don't know where I heard that. I know there's lots of myths in infant feeding and and baby led weaning as well that I'm constantly like, how do people still think that? But that's probably one that you're like, oh my gosh, you really thought that? Like, do you still hear that myth pretty frequently? From parents? Oh my gosh, yes. It is one of the top questions that I get. Won't this delay my child's speech? Or even worse, won't this make my child lazy? And then they're not going to talk because they're being too lazy to talk because they have the signs. It's actually not like that at all. The research has shown one, that it does not delay speech at all. Two, There has been some research that has found actually that children who learn signs have a more advanced vocabulary as they get older and that it can actually support speech development. So signs are real words because we're using them from American Sign Language. So they are real words in American Sign Language. They do go toward a child's word count and they are real language. So they're real language development. And speech and language pathologists oftentimes use signs whenever they are teaching children to communicate. So children with speech or language delays, speech and language pathologists love using signs because it can help these children feel less frustrated while they are learning to communicate with more language. So it is SLP approved and it is research proven. I love that it counts that each sign language sign that they learn counts as one of their words. I do a lot of work with speech language pathologists in the infant feeding space. And they're always talking about counting words. And I was like, I never counted my kids words. And they're like, well, you're the hundred first foods lady. Like you counted all of their <laughs> foods, but you didn't count the words. I was like, hey, to each their own. So when it comes to mealtime signs, are there any favorite mealtime signs that you can share or ones that you find are the easiest to start with? Right. So I will try to explain these physically as much as possible while I am showing you the signs here so that those who are listening with just audio can hopefully visualize some of these. But I'm going to give you the top three food. So for the sign food, you're literally going to make like a letter O with your hand. And then you're going to tap it against either your chin or your mouth. Both ways are correct. This is also the sign for eat. So you can use this for food or eat. Also, the sign for more is going to be with those two letter O's and you're going to kind of smush them together and you're going to tap the tips of your fingers together. So you are tapping your hands together, almost like your letter O's are giving each other a little kiss twice. So imagine you have something on this side and on this side and then you're bringing them together to make 
a little pile in front of you. So more. And um, that's going to help your child say that they want more. And then all done is going to be made with both of your hands, all of your fingers spread out in front of you, kind of like you're gesturing like the number 10 or giving somebody high fives with both hands. But you're going to face your palms behind you. And then you are going to twist your wrists forward so that then your palms end up facing in front of you. And you can do that movement either once or twice. And that is going to be the sign for all done. So these three signs are really good basic starter signs for helping babies just communicate a little bit about mealtimes. And I will tell you that the results are astounding because as soon as babies have a way to communicate and express themselves and finally experience some kind of empowerment over being able to express themselves to get a need or a want met, it just opens the door for so much more language. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Well, if you're into true crime and you also dig traveling, I want to tell you about a new podcast you are going to love. The new podcast is called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that all take place on vacation. So the show is hosted by a true crime fanatic and her comedy writer husband, and he has a TV producing partner. So Slaycation brings a totally unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, what the heck stories of vacations gone horribly wrong from the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, their two recently engaged lovebirds, whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended up underwater. Every episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that will intrigue you. I think you're going to love the discussion between the longtime married couple and the business partners. They also happen to be an Emmy-nominated TV producer's Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary, what about the don'ts? Like, what are some practices that are best that we avoid when we're teaching babies sign language? A couple of things that I want to mention here that especially come up during mealtimes. One don't is to not put your hands over your baby's hands to try to help them make the sign. Even if you're doing it gently, most babies are going to find that frustrating Some babies don't find it frustrating. Some babies don't mind. So I tell parents, do what works for you. However, most babies do find it more frustrating. And we want signing to your baby to be something that's pleasant for them, not frustrating to them. And your baby will start to be able to make the signs when they're ready. And I do have other modeling methods, which I do mention in my book. And I have photos of how to do those strategies without actually physically putting your hands over your baby's hands. The other don't that I want to mention is to not withhold items from your baby. And that comes up a lot in mealtime. So for example, a parent might say, um, 
do you want more apple? Show me more. And then they'll hold back the applesauce or the apple pieces, whatever it is, um, until their baby signs more. And then their baby starts fussing and gets angry. And that's because you're literally withholding something from your baby and trying to kind of bribe them into signing to you for them to get the food that they're hungry for. So I don't recommend doing that. Um, again, we would just want to keep the signing something that's positive and that's building a bond between you and your baby because you're working together to get their needs met and reduce that frustration. So the other way to do that is to instead say, here is some more, I'm giving you more, and then continue to give your baby more instead of saying, oh, okay, I'm going to give this to you if you sign more. And especially if they're not ready to do it yet, that's just so frustrating for them. Okay. So don't make the offering of the item contingent upon whether or not they do the sign the right way. Right. Awesome. Well, your new book is so beautiful. Thank you for sending us a copy. My kids are like obsessed with it right now because they don't know anything about sign language. I never did sign language with my babies, which I've shared with you before, but I think it is such a cool thing that parents do attempt to do. It's so good to know they can start early, help our babies communicate. I love that the book shows you how to see the signs. Just curious what made you decide to do a book? How was that whole process for you? Because you've like kind of birthed this baby now that it's out in the world at the time of this podcast release. What was the whole impetus behind the book project? Well, it was so exciting. I actually was contacted via Instagram. I was contacted via email, but um, it was a follower who was actually an editor at a publishing company. And he was using signs with his own baby and uh, found my Instagram page and then sent me an email and asked me if I would be interested in writing a book so that they could publish it. And I kind of went back and forth about it. I was like, I'm not sure I want to do this. It's going to be so much work. But I can definitely say that it is so wonderful to be able to now with over a year of writing the book and everything behind me to be able to actually hold this book in my hands. And like you said, there isn't another book really like this. There are other baby sign language books out there. However, ours is the only one that has real photos of kids showing each and every single sign. So um, that's kind of what makes it different. And I just wanted to make sure that I put a resource out there that was showing real American sign language signs and the correct way to do it with multiple photos per sign. And I'm just so happy with how it turned out and that there is something like this on the market now where there wasn't before. Well, Mary, where can our audience go to learn more about you and your work and to get the book? The one place I'm just going to give you one place to go, which will have everything on there is signandgrow.com. That's sign, S-I-G-N, the letter N again, grow, G-R-O-W dot com. And there you'll find links to the free dictionary. You'll find a link to the book. I also have online courses for those who like to learn visually and on video. And then the Sign and Grow Instagram page also has a whole lot on it. And the handle is at Sign and Grow. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mary. It was great chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me on, Katie. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Mary Smith from Sign and Grow. She is one of my favorite people in the baby space. She is so genuine. She is so kind. She puts so much energy into the content that she creates, most of which you guys is free. Okay, her Instagram, her YouTube. She does have this beautiful new book, which if you want to support her business, one thing you can do is head to blwpodcast.com slash 282 
and buy either Mary's book about teaching her baby sign language or buy her digital course about the same topic. If you're more of a video learner, if you like the book, she's got amazing resources. And I, for one, always like supporting another small business run by a mom. And she happens to be a really amazing one. So thank you so much, Mary. Again, the show notes page for this episode, everything will be linked up for you at blwpodcast.com slash 282. And I'll see you next time. 